Morning, everybody. It's a good way to start the week, no? Bitachon, every day. I sent it to you, though. You didn't get it? Oh, so, so today. It's a good day to start it. There's seven, I think. There's seven of them, one for every day. You'll see. So, um, let's start with some stories. During the week, I'm Zoha to hear some stories from people. So, let's start with some stories. Some Bitachon Maisim. I get a lot of enough from these stories. So let's go, let's say this story. Okay. So a guy tells me from the Chabura, which means either here or they listen online. Or the, so this Chabura is in person, but there are other people who have contacted me, contacted me that they do listen. <clears throat> so I have it in my A guy tells me that, and we'll keep it very vague, he's in, he's in the business world and he gets a phone call from a, a former client of his. And the former client basically says, like, we're going to do the deal. And our friend, part of the Chabura, is excited. You know, he's going to make some business, even though he didn't remember that they were doing any kind of business. But, you know, it could be that they, you know, he's a broker of sorts of, I don't know. So I don't know how business works exactly. But, you know, it could be that he'll just offer him business, even though he doesn't, uh, he didn't really deal with him. And then the guy says... Actually, just so you know, I'm actually doing business with your like partner or your the other guy in your office. I just wanted to ask you some questions about him. So our friend was all excited. He thought he was going to make some nice money, and then in moments, everything came to a crashing conclusion. More than deflated, <laughs> popped, and he said to me, he was bothered. At the time he got that news, he was upset. And he said, I think the lotion was two seconds. I don't know. Within a few moments, he remembered what we've been learning. That a Kaddish Baruch Hu gives each person their parnas exactly what's meant for them. Nobody could take money away from them. And he said he's able to calm down within a few moments. What could have taken an entire day or a week of stress, anxiety. I could have had this money. I could have, I could have, I could have all that. You know, he probably, within, within about a moment of a person hearing that he has business, he already spent it, you know. He already spent it on like some fancy vacation or something. And then when, and when you hear, and then when you hear that you're not going to get that business, not only you're not getting that money, you, you're not getting that vacation, you're not getting the happiness, you're not getting, you know, that's what happens. And then when, it, when you don't get it, it's, it's, it comes crashing down. And it's very painful. And he said within a few moments, because of Sharbi Tachan, he's able to calm himself down. That's a great Misa. The Gemaisa does not end... But then the guy called him back and said, I gave him the business. No, that's not how it works. That's why you have to have group therapy. <laughs> this is group therapy. <laughs> a bitachan maisa is where you are kona bitachan. You emotionally were controlled because you believe in a Kaddish Baruch and that he does, he does what's best. And you believe it and you trust it and you're ready to be moser nefesh. Your emotional state, he was calm. He just saved himself a lot of anguish. He saved his wife a lot of anguish, his kids a lot of anguish. That's a good mice. I got a phone call. Guy tells me that he's a, he's a doctor. And <clears throat> he works with another person. They don't, I don't know exactly, also I don't know how doctors work either. They don't share uh, patients. They don't share the money. They're separate. But they work in the same office. So he gets a call from the laboratory saying that there's a certain procedure that he does well um, that when he sends it into the laboratory, everything goes well. Maybe he should teach the, the lady in his office, the other doctor, 
who doesn't know what she's doing with this specific procedure, maybe he should teach her because every time she sends it in, she's not doing it right and it's just not working out. So he, he called me up and he told me what he was thinking. He said that at first, he thinks, why would I teach this person? Because there's something, that I have an advantage over her. I could do this procedure. She doesn't really do it well. And therefore, certain patients will dafka come to me and not to her. Parnasa. If I teach her, right, we're very logical. If I teach her, well, then she might get, you know, half of my patients. And then he says, but I want to speak something out with you. I said, sure. He said, but didn't we learn that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives you your parnasa and nobody could take any dollar, not even a dollar away from you? If it's meant to be, it's meant to be. I said, that's exactly what we're learning. He's like, okay, good. So I'm going to teach her this thing, knowing full well that she can't take any of my patients away from me or any of my money away from me. That's a good Misa. No? You hear the Misa? Yeah, it's a tough one. Very tough. And I was, I, was, I was blown away when he called me. He wanted to work it through. Was this other person a Jew? The other person? No, the person was not a Jew. What's, I, don't, I don't understand it whatsoever. Like why, what's this been new talk? Like why would you like ever like... It's trade secrets sometimes. Like, have, uh, Hashem gives you an ability to do something. Why, why would I ever be like... Oh, I'm just gonna let the whole We're world not saying you have to like, tell the whole world, but we learned here that the alchemist tries to hide his secrets. That's not appropriate. The Bible Talmud says, I could teach somebody the secret. He's not professing it to the whole world, but happens to be this situation. He's holding at a level of bitachon where even if he t- tells the secrets, Hashem will still provide him exactly what we provided. It's yeah, it's a, high, it's a high madrega, but this is exactly what we're learning. He, Mamish, has it. It's not predicated on the secret. It's predicated on Hashem. Ask, ask, ask. Let's go. Let's do the group therapy here. Hashem gives a person certain abilities to do something in a, spe- in a, in a, a much better way. Yeah. Someone else. So like, he also gave him ability to teach this so lady how to do it. We don't live in a communist. We're not a communist. Hashem doesn't want to be communist. He didn't post. That's a big jump. That's a big jump you're making. No. There is a person in person in the office and happens to be the laboratory called him to maybe teach her. What's the shayla? That you're going to lose money. That's the whole shayla, right? Yes? Why is the laboratory even called? Like, what does this have to do with... Because uh, the Kaddish Baruch sent the laboratory to call him. Okay. So now, now he has to make a decision to make. So what's the, what's the Shaila? What's the Nisoyim? Should he teach her and worry about the potential money loss? Right. Or, or not teach her and he'll be safe knowing that she doesn't know it and he'll make more money, seemingly. That's the Shaila. That's the Nisoyim, right? No? Is there anything else as part of that? It's pretty much the, the, the Shaila. And he felt, according to Bitochan, and his, where he's holding in Bitochan, right. he could teach her this secret and be so fully confident and trust in HaKadosh Baruch that he will still receive the exact money he needs to live life. I, I, in my line, whether it's attorneys or CPAs, think of certain tax strategies. And, and there sometimes there are seminars and, and clients seek out those special strategies, loopholes, or whatever, legal ones, of course, and need to share it with, with uh, the competitors? Again, uh, here, you don't have to. Here happens to be, it was a specific... So you think it's a good story, meaning it's a mila to do that, to share those strategies, even though the clients then will spread their... their they'll go to others... So what? Hashem will send you more. Hashem will send you what you need. Now, I'm not telling you, that doesn't mean... See, a person who would go and stand on a, on, a, on, a, on a table and tell everybody in this room, everybody, I want you to know you're all CPAs, I want to tell you a secret that I just learned that'll get you a lot of business. That guy might be considered an idiot. So where's the 
Who does he have? Because where is why is he? If he's holding at a hundred percent bitachon mamish, so then he's then he's then he's a bal bitachon. He's he's not nervous. But most people are not holding there to stand up and start spreading secrets. But in this situation, in this situation, he was called by the laboratory to teach this one specific person. It was an isolated case, and therefore he felt he worked it through. Right? Not everybody has to be holding there. But he worked it through and he wanted to speak it out. And I said, you're, you're, you're in line with what the Shabbat Dachan says. Is there anything wrong with what, did, did I tell him, did I, did, I, did I guide him wrong? It's okay, I could always call him back. <laughs> According to Shabbat Dachan, was there anything I, wrong with what I he did? Already, so it's, it's not, nothing's too late. No, yeah. It's not we say that every, everything and every person that comes to us is a Shalia from the Lord Okay. Does that, explicitly then mean that the shlichus that's being sent to you, you have to quote-unquote answer with a yes. So maybe this lab is calling and saying, could you teach her? Why, even on the, let's say I'm not worried about the money or whatever, it takes too much time, and whatever. Why do I have to say yes? Or why did, I didn't why say you have to say yes. No, but no, no, even, even you're, also, you're right. In bitach, even in, I'm saying even in bitachon, Let's just say I, you know, I'm, he's not worried. Doesn't matter whether he, if he teaches or not, he's not worried. Ki who's it? Yes. At all. Okay. Okay. Full one hundred percent. Good. Why does he have to? Why does he have to? What What is that? He doesn't. He doesn't have to. I didn't say he has to. Or should teach under the rubric of bitachon that we're learning. First of all, a he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to. He asked me. It doesn't make sense what he's going to do. That if he teaches her, he can't lose any money. I said, you're right. So he asked me specifically. I didn't say he has to. But as a Balbitachon trainee, you would have to. If you're holding there, what? Because you have an opportunity, who's giving you an opportunity, a very big and strong, powerful Nisayun to really work on your Bitachon muscles by teaching this person. So you don't have to. But if you are a person who wants to work on Bitachon, we look for opportunities to work out. And this is an amazing opportunity. Everybody here, people here, wouldn't, not everybody here would have done such a thing like he did. Which means it's a high level bitachon. That's, that's, heavy, that's heavy lifting. I know this person. He works on, he works lamais on bitachon daily. I, I think he raises a different question, which is his, his test was, I may lose business. Now, let's say it took him three days to teach her. That, that's a different question. Altogether. You're right. And therefore, and that's not, that's a if you lose question. money, that's a different story. Yes, maybe, yeah, maybe no. Yes. That's a different story. His concern was losing money. And right. And in that exact situation, Bitochlin can, can affect that. He's too tired to teach her. That's a different story. I'm not telling him to do it. So, I, 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 was not, I was stipulating not worried about money. Not worried about right. and Not worried about anything. And but when a shlichus appears to be coming to you, does that mean you are not obligated? Again, the shlichus is an opportunity, an opportunity. for work on your bitachon. So you could take it or not take it. That's what it is. A person who's working on bitachon, a kaddish will send you. Sometimes he sends it to you and, he, and he, he's going to make you lose money. And that's it. You have nothing to talk about. Or if you're a person who's really working on himself, he'll send you an opportunity. He could have said no. He could, have said, he could have said no and he would have been gone on his way. But he was given an opportunity to, again, work on his bitachon muscles and, and he went for it. And, all, and all, all these other stories as well. So he could have just stopped that, thank you Hashem for sending me 
the proper way of filling out those forms in the laboratory. That, that was the messenger of Betochen. And that's Betochen. Now, Betochen, Hashem, thank you for being the messenger of sending me. Or I could now take it to the next step and even take that risk. Betochen. I know what you're saying. I think so, yeah. I think so. Every, every Nakuda is, is a... Is, is a test or it's an opportunity. So you're saying number level one opportunity? Just thank a Kaddish Bokha for being the one who taught you how to do it. Yeah. And level two, yeah. Um, uh, I agree 100%. So a person doesn't have to say, if he, let's say he didn't, let's say he says, I can't do it. So now he's going to be miyayish? He's going to be depressed? No. At least now take the opportunity to thank a Kaddish Bokha that you have something that you, that you learned that you can use for your business. You never, you don't lose. Yeah. When I encourage people, if you have the secret recipe to Coca-Cola, that if someone asks you to share it, that you share it because everything comes from Hashem. That's yours, and you don't have to share it, right? I mean, that's you, you don't have to. I'm saying this guy has a chiddush of talent, mm-hmm. so he's been asked to share it with somebody. It doesn't mean that. I mean, if it's, yeah. if it's something that is value that, that makes him valuable in the marketplace, is what we're talking about. Value himself, he doesn't have to. Do it. He doesn't have to. He doesn't have to. We do, we're talking about this, but I'm saying I don't think that's what we're saying. Like that's a mama's trade secret, like a formula to. Hey, let's get, here. Let's let's read the words. Let's read the words here. I I should have looked up beforehand. But the Chovaz specifically talks about here, he specifically speaks about when he was discussing the difference between the Babu Talmud versus the alchemist. That one or two of the um, abilities for a Babu Talmud to outperform in every way than the alchemist was that the alchemist holds his secrets. He doesn't teach anybody. He has to run. He can't even live in one place because he doesn't want his secrets to get out. The government, other people, he, can't, he literally has to keep running around. See, what would happen? Imagine this situation. Same situation we're dealing with, with this guy. Imagine the, the laboratory calls him and he says, you know what, thank you so much, but I, but I can't. And then, and then the lady comes over to him and says, you know what, you know, the laboratory called me and told me that they called you to tell me to teach me. Why can't you teach me? Like, we work together. Like, what's the big deal? He's like, no, 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 I don't know. And the laboratory calls him back and he starts getting chased by it. And he starts going crazy, right? So what does Bitochan do? You could have ended it all in one shot. Just teach her. Trust in the Kaddish Baal that you'll get the Parnas you're supposed to get. I'm not saying go tell all your trade secrets to the whole world. That's not what we're saying here. It happens again. This situation. Every situation Bitochan has to be dealt with very carefully. These are halachic. Halachic. They're Bitochan halachic. Sugyas. And they need to be dealt with. We have a guidebook. We have a guidebook. Okay. <clears throat> um, there are other stories, but we'll leave it at those two for now. I want to continue. It's very, very important stuff we're doing. Every, every week is very important, but this week as well. <clears throat> it's on page 60. But, you, but, but it's very important just to hear these stories and to, and to know that we go through the same exact things and there's different levels, different madregas, and it's, it's also Kedai to speak to each other about it because sometimes you just need... Like this guy, he was on the fence. He just really... I didn't really say that much. He just needed to speak it out. He said, isn't it true that this is what we learned? I said, yes. That's all I said, Yes. So isn't it true that I could teach her and I won't lose any money? Yeah. You're saying exactly what we said. So sometimes you don't need to hear advice from another person. You just need to affirm your beliefs and what you're trying to work on because it's difficult. So we should work together. Why not? Kaddish Baruch never said we have to journey in this world alone. 
He never said you have to be on your own. Adrav, he puts us with a tzibur. He always puts us together with people. Okay. That's how you're going to not just respond, but how you're going to be able to deal with that decision. Meaning, if he now goes ahead with this decision, and he actually does lose money, he, lose, he loses patience. It was his decision to make based on Bitochen, and he's okay. He'll be satisfied with that. Because he understands. Now, it could be a long-term thing. He might make money, who knows what, but it's only could be his madrega. This is not necessary for everyone. This is according to his level of the Munu Bitochen. Is he able yeah. to make such a... It's, it's a very large decision. So, it, it, it really depends on where you are 100%. On Everybody, there is no, but nobody can compare anything to each other. He shouldn't jump, according to Mordechai said, I mean, if I'm not at that level, I should not teach her? This, you, the person needs to know. If, I know that if it's going to break you, no. Then you're, you're not ready yet. You're not there yet. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. I'm not taking any hits for this, okay? You know, could you please ask me before you make any big decisions? A person has to know where he's holding. And if, if that's too big of an Isayun, at, at least a Kaddish Baruch wants you to know. It was an Isayun, it was an opportunity. I'm not ready yet. But Amir Tashem, I will be ready. And therefore, you can work on yourself to be ready for such an opportunity next time. But you have to know, if you're not ready, you have to work it out. It's a sugyu. Think about it. What's going to be if I teach her? And then, what's, now this guy doesn't realize. What happens if he does start looking at his books and the Eitzahara start to come in and say, you're losing money because of that? Which, is, by the way, is Sheker, because how do you really know? But the Eitzahara could get in there. So then he's going to have to double down on his, his, his bitachon. He's going to have to continue the bitachon. He made the decision originally, which was emes. Sometimes we get confused along the way. In the same situation, he's not smooth sailing now. Huh. Maybe, yeah. Hopefully he will be. But Lav Davka. called to affirm his bitachon, which meant that in the he, beginning, was there. he was contemplating this. He really was there. He was really holding that madriga. A lot of people, the shayla wouldn't even come up. Correct. They're not holding by that. And then there's people who are in the middle, where the shayla comes up, but they're not sure if they're ready yet. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's, it's very important to speak this out with other people. This is a very sensitive, these are sensitive topics in your mind and your heart and it's Kadai. But the beginning, he made the choice to do it and now he's going to have to still work on his Bitochen throughout it. Bitochen doesn't stop. We, we've taught, we're learning. Bitochen is every moment. It is not a situational Indian. It's every moment of every day. Every moment we down the Kafskos, right? That's what we're talking about, the Kodesh Baruch. Every single moment's from him. Okay, so let's continue. I see that that was very important. This that I like that's that's sounds right. Yeah, you see from those situations where you're holding. Yeah, and there's never bad. If he didn't, if he didn't teach her, it doesn't mean he's a loser. Again, he's not a loser. He didn't, he's working his bitach, and, and and there's what to work on. It's good. Now, like you said, if you learn if you learn Shabbatoth, you'll be tested. Yeah, hundred percent. And there's two types of tests, like I said. One time you're going to get, you're going to get punched in the face and then you can do about it. And sometimes you're going to be asked, do you want to be punched in the face? <laughs> okay. You understand what I'm saying. Yeah, that's, that's the recognition then. Yeah. Okay, page 60. Here we go. Vahasheni. <clears throat> so the second quality, again, that we have to try to understand and to realize and to deeply embed it into our system <clears throat> a quality that a Kaddish Baruch has that nobody else has and that when we breathe it, live it, believe it, recognize it, we'll become Bala Bitochen and we'll get all the benefits that we learned in the Hakdama. So, Vahashini ki abori yis'ale lo ye'almu mimenu ofne to'elas adam. 
The second quality is that a person must believe and recognize in all the other fancy words that the ways that benefit the person are not hidden from the Creator may be exalted. HaKadosh Baruch Hu knows the best for every single person, every single second of every single everything. He knows the best. In fact, logic dictates <coughs> that only Hashem knows what is best for the person. <coughs> As we said that, that the, the Shabbat Tachem, in the end of last parak, he brought Psukim to affirm. Now he's going to bring more logical inyanim. So therefore, if we're going to enter into the world of logic, there might be some shock levataria. So I'm prepared for that a little bit. But there, but there should be. Because part of the work, the mind work, trying to understand what we're talking about here, in order to live it, we need a shock levataria. We have to have the shock levataria. Right? We, the psukim are the madrig of Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. I believe, I believe. I'm good. But we live with Moshe Rabbeinu, with the Torah. And therefore, we also have to go have a handle, go back and forth, which is important for our learning. So here we go. <clears throat> Logic dictates this. So again, I'm going to basically, I, I, I thought about how to do this. I'm going to keep translating the exact way here, even though I know sometimes it's not amazing. But because if you do, I do want people to read this over and to try to think about what we're discussing. So I want to keep it the same exact way that it says it here so we don't have too many things to remember when we're reviewing it. <laughs> what did he say over here? How did he translate this word? And you got lost in the, you know, in the translations. So we're just going to read it straight. Logic dictates this because the person is one of God's handiwork. And there is no one who knows better what is beneficial or harmful for that which has been made, as well as the troubles that may catch hold of it, the ways in which he becomes ill as well as healed, than the one who created it. So each person, each creator of whatever it is, if the person who created the table knows the strength and strengths and weaknesses of this table. He knows what will break this table, and he knows what can handle this. What this table can handle. What's the mac- maximum weight that this table can handle? <clears throat> so he knows what can make it sick, what can heal it. If this principle, a creator knows better than anyone else what is good for the creation, applies even to a person who creates something, all the more so must it apply to Hashem, the true creator of all beings. Right? The one, if you've ever created a system, a program, or physically built something, you know its screws, its bolts, you know the coding, you know the structure, and therefore you can deal with it better. You, you, know, it's, you know its ins and outs. So if Kaddish Baruch who's built everything, of course he knows its ins and outs. Anybody have any questions on that so far? That, that logical statement? No? Good? Okay. I don't know. It's not a question. It's a question. Well, every time you create something, you know, you know what its uh, what its strengths are. I mean, it, I mean, you, you're comparing it to somebody who's a, who creates something, somebody who builds a table. They, you know, they, they might do tests. Somebody else might do tests who's who's knowledgeable in in the, how stressed it is. But the fact that they have to send it out to have it tested means that the person who created it doesn't necessarily. So there, so there is right. So, so you don't know, you don't always know. Yeah. So how does how is this a proof? Okay. It's a good question. I mean, if you want a question. 
I think it's a good question. I think it's a solid question. Every question that we have on the human, we're going to have to have a little bit of a muna in a Kaddish Baruch. But good, no, I want... You can't just answer it by saying... If, if we're making the comparison... I understand. Then clearly then we're supposed to... You're right. ...relate to it. The one who creates a table, he has workers, and he has... things out, so it's part of him. He's the boss, and he... he uh, no, Ben is saying that if I, if I build this table and I do 20 tests on it, maybe there was a 21st test that I, did, I didn't know about and somebody else knows it and it does have a certain weakness. Okay. I hear. I hear. What about, I was thinking, I know this is, maybe it's a little silly, I don't know, but what about if you, what about nowadays now, I'm not holding in science too much, but AI, right? Artificial intelligence. What happens if you, if you build a robot that can think on its own? It can start to almost program itself for things that you didn't necessarily program it to do. It has an ability to learn. I think they're built, I think they're working on mm-hmm. these types of things. Yeah, Dovey probably no. holding in the toys. Yeah, so then, so then maybe, maybe there, there, there's a, you don't always know exactly what it's capable of. Let's hold on to those questions for a second. So let's go with right and if you find this with people, Asher Loch Yechad Shuba Maseyam, let's read it straight. Zulasi Tsura Mikris, Achashorish Vatsura Haatzmis Ein Lahem Bem Shum Tachbula Vulayacholas Lachajdam, Lachad Shum, Vasher Hidish Shorish Adam Vitsurasu Tchunasov Seder Hiburo, Hua Chacham Hayodeb in Yonito Alasov Unizakov. Unzakov. So let's read this slowly. If we find this to be true regarding objects made by human beings, the fact that they know their creation better than anybody else. These people who do not actually create anything new through their actions other than the external form of the raw material. Human beings do not create the raw material. They take raw material. They take yesh me'yesh. They can't take yesh me'ayin. And who have no skill or power to create the raw material itself. Then all the more, so, and, and what, and they still know at least better than anybody else better than anybody else, what its strengths and weaknesses are, what it, what it can handle, what it cannot handle. Right? Let's we'll keep Ben's question in there. They know better than anybody else. Then all the more so must it be true regarding Hashem, who creates the raw material itself. Kaddish Baruch creates yesh me'ayin. He creates everything from the first nano molecule from which the person is made, as well as his form, his composite, and the orderly unity of the body and the soul, as well as the interaction between the various bodily parts. HaKadosh Baruch creates us, and He creates us physically, mentally, emotionally, intellectually, physiologically, biologically, metaphysically. He created every single system. And the, the interaction between all the systems. Yeah, That's the Pella. He could change it all, yeah. How is this a good proof of anything? He has the ability to change that the seed doesn't have to stay moving. Who, who, Baruch Yeah, he could change it so that it's... He can change its properties. The person who creates the table can't. Right, but we're saying that all... Meaning, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the one, because he could do all these, even though we're not getting there, but that's... You're just adding to it, that he's the one who knows the best. Yeah, but we're saying just, you know, you can relate to it, because just like the person who created something knows his creation. Yeah. Who says? So too HaKadosh Baruch Hu and plus... Even your question is, is valid over there. Like, uh, who's, who says you really know the, 
full capability of your creation. Fine, so there's a flaw in the human. There's a flaw in the human. And it's true by Kaddish Baruch Hu. Because you can relate to it. How many people have created stuff and know exactly how it's going to, you know, how it really performs? Again, I, your question is good. Which is going to open up room for Emuna within the Bitachan. We have to open up a room that a Kaddish Baruch Hu can know exactly. But we can't prove that. That's exactly what Emunah Bitachan is. There always has to be. That's why every question is, is good because nothing could be 100% logically sound. I can't, it doesn't, otherwise, there's not Emunah Bitachan. Right? So I want a tiny bit of gap in order that we have to understand that we do need to utilize, even in this, Kalva Homer, Emunah Bitachan. But the, if we weren't so super medactic, this would make sense. Right? If we're not so super medactic, then this logic would make sense. Correct? Right? Just like a creator knows, the programmer knows his program. <coughs> Who else knows his program? He knows his program. He built the code. He did everything. So, so too, Kaddish Bogle, who's the master programmer of every single person, every single situation, every single everything in this world, he knows all the programs. And therefore, he knows what's beneficial, what's detrimental, what makes a person or a situation sick, what makes it better, what heals. And he knows everything. <clears throat> the... I was thinking about with the, with, the, with the robot. This is what I was thinking about this morning. With the robot who could program himself. Right? Because we really are like robots. Why are we like robots? We because yeah, we, we take in information and we can, with our DAS, we start to artificially, right? According to, compared to Kaddish Baruch we're AI. <coughs> yes? Yeah. Kaddish Baruch built a robot, just happened to be called a human being, a Ben Adam, an Ish, whatever you want to call it. And we have the ability to gather information and learn and to do and to act on our own. Yes? So we're, compared to Kodesh Baruch we're AR. We're artificial intelligence. He's the only one who's real. We're artificial. In our world, we're real and the robots are artificial. Now, even though we're given the task, and this is where like a lot of the, the Shilas come in, this is where a lot of the Bitochon versus Das situation comes in, that even though we can think on our own and we can come up with strategies and schemes and at the end of the day everything that we're using is based on the original programming we can't create a yesh ayin type of thinking any type of thought is built off of all of our numbers that we could do all the calculus any complicated algorithm that you work on right now all stems back to one plus one is two. Correct? That is, that is a Yisod Kali that Kaddish Baruch himself created. That wasn't created by man. That's God made. Math is legit. So anytime we come up with all of our schemes and all of our thoughts, at the end of the day, our original base programming is from a Kaddish Baruch And we think with our, all of our complicated ability to think and do all these things, we know if what's good for us, what's bad for us. And we're supposed to try. 100% we're supposed to try. But let's say, let's say you have, this, let's say you have a, a robot, okay? And he starts to, he has this artificial intelligence and he's starting to think and he decides, whatever that means, that he wants to uh, jump over, you know, some river. He calculated it. He's going he to be able to make it. 
And he tells his handlers, you know, what he's about to do. And they decide, you know what, this million dollar project, I don't know. You know what, he's calculated, it's true, but, you know, there is wind factor. You know, there are things that can happen. And therefore, he says to the robot, no, don't do it. The robot's like, sorry, buddy, you gave me a mind. I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to jump over. I can do it. And the handler's like, I- I'm, thank you, Mr. Robot. That's very nice that you think you're a big shot, but you're not doing this. And the robot starts to go. And the guy turns the off switch off in the back, on his back. Off. There's an off switch. He, didn't, he can't remove the off switch from, from, from his back. He can't reach it. You know, he's like metal. He can't reach it. So as, as much as, as a person has the artificial intelligence, and we know so much, HaKadosh Baruch has the off switch or the on switch or whatever switch he wants. At the end of the day, this robot is controlled. There's a controller. He could think whatever he wants, but if I push the bypass, the override... I then I regain control. So we're, we're like this, this robot handler. Kaddish is the handler. We're the robot. Sometimes he lets us on our own to try to gather information and to, to grow and to, to live life. But he always has the controls. Always. So he always knows what's the best for us, what he wants us to work on in every level. Physically, emotionally, intellectually, mentally, physiologically, biologically, metaphysically. He has the controls of everything. There's a lot of wires in our back. They're all connected. So he always has that. So every single situation we go through, and we, again, we have to learn, we have to believe in last week. Last week is that a courage with the Creator, may he be blessed, has more compassion on a person than any other compassionate being. Which means that every single moment of our life, only what we see is compassion. In my eyes, it looks like devastation. But we have to be hard to be talking to saying, it doesn't matter what I think and what I see. I have to believe and to trust that this is compassion. Because, because he is the one who knows every, at every level what's best for me. So I'm looking at this with physical eyes. This looks like devastation. But if you would look at it from the metaphysical perspective, this is the best thing that ever happened to you in your life. It might take a week. Or who knows what it'll take. It might take just running through this situation, even though this looks bad. But when you get to the other side, you'll realize. And sometimes you won't even realize. But the goal is to believe and to trust that every situation that comes our way, any person we deal with, anything in the world at large or in our, in our, in our situation, is coming from a place of compassion. That was last week. And it's for our best. What level best? Sometimes you know, sometimes you don't know. But the trust is to, is to, tr- to, to believe. I don't want to say the believe, word believe, but the trust is that it's always exactly how it's supposed to be. Only a Kaddish Baruch with my creator and the creator of every single thing that's, that I deal with, he, contain, he holds the controls of everything and he only decides what's best. So when we get a phone call about a, from a guy from a business deal or from the laboratory... We have to start hearing different words. We have first have to hear the words of the situation. Let's, let's go that way. The laboratory calls you and says, can you teach this person? Let me think about it. Right? If we're, let's say we're, we're working in, we're in sugya mode. Let me think about it. I'll get back to you. Hang up the phone. Okay. Now let's get our bitachon mind on. Let's get our bitachon glasses on. And let's go through. Let's work out the sugya. Sometime, right? Sometimes you need to make a split, split second decision. Okay, so if you're holding, you're holding. If you're not, you're not. 
we don't become upset how, how the results go because the results, as we'll learn, all results, I don't think there's any exception to this rule, all results, we're going to learn clearly. Should I say it again? All results of anything, Ruchnis or Gashmias, are never up to a person. Ever. Ever. Only Kaddish Baruch The result. All the Hishtadas up until Mamish, the moment of the result, that, that you might have a, a Bechir, a Bitochen, but a result, the bottom line, nothing to do with human beings. Ever. That's why it's so fakert how this whole world is. The whole world lives for bottom lines. They don't care so much about the middle. Did you make the money? Did you not make the money? Did it go? Did it not go? Did you win the game or did you not win the game? Right? That's all that matters. The, the, the end line. But by Yid, we're going to learn. We have to be reprogram ourselves as AI of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, That our results have nothing to do with simcha, with ups and downs. It's only from the time we start to the result. Everything in between. And then, the more we talk and you have, it's actually the less. But we'll get there. Yes? So sometimes, if we have to make split, de- split decisions, the person has to do what he has to do. But otherwise, if he's getting a certain situations coming into his system, and it's, it's probably a bitachan situation, and a person wants to grow in that, I'll get back to you. Hold on. Think about it. Call a friend. Call a rebbe. Work it out. Does Jarby Talton talk about this? Now, we haven't finished yet, so maybe he talks about it somewhere. Let's run it by somebody. Right? We have to know that business situations, as we, work, as we move on, we're not throwing away, let's parenthetically, we're not throwing away business, we're not throwing away a regular logic, I'm not standing on a soapbox and yelling all my trade secrets. That's not what Bitochen's teaching us. Bitochen actually teaches us the most logical way to think. Because this world is part human, and it's really backed everything by their bonus shalom. So it's trying to allow us to think properly the way with the one who's creating the situation with the Kaddish Baruch does. That would be the best way to handle every single situation. That's what Bitochen's doing. So we sometimes just need a moment to let it, let's just, let's think about this in the right way. This world works very, very fast. Everybody wants to know right away, right away, right away. I'll get back to you. That used to be a thing. I don't know if it's a thing anymore. I'll get back to you. Say, no, 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 tell me right now. My wife has to tell me, like, I'm, I'm the person, like, I get, like, pushed around sometimes. I'm like, okay, okay, let me, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you in, like, a minute. My wife's like, you'll tell him in 10 minutes. You'll tell him tomorrow. Why do you have to, why do you have to make a decision right now about the guy who's going to be the painter or not for this part of the house? You'll tell him tomorrow. Where's he going? People push, people push. Of course, they have their own cheshbonos. But if you have bitachon, why do I have to get pushed? Alti dog. If my, even my decision-making, I'm getting anxious and worried and nervous. That's a shas bitachon. That's, a, that's an opportunity to work on my bitachon, even in the decision of what I'm going to do, let alone the decision itself. Every moment. That's what bitachon is teaching us. Calm down. Calm down. Maybe just the very fact that you have a decision to make is a nisayin from a Kaddish Baruch Hu working on your bitachon. Just the very fact you have to make a decision. And not which way, A or B. Just that, that, that time period from when the situation starts to the decision that you have to make. It could be 10 minutes, it could be an hour, it could be, it could be days. That time period is a time of bitachon. Do you believe that a Kaddish Baruch Hu sent it to you? What does a Kaddish Baruch Hu want from me in this situation? Anyway, nobody can harm me. It's coming from compassion. Right? There's, there's, so many, there's so many 
different situations. So this is silly, but this whole shir was for Rafu Shalem, I'm sorry. For Chava Neshama, Bas Aviva Shoshana, and Abishchus Atana, Rabbi Shimon Yechai. It's very nice. And also it was for Rafu Shalem, for Brian Dolea, Bas Yudas Ariel. I forgot that, it's very important. Any questions so far about today? A lot of, sometimes we get far, but I think it's boxed, yeah? I'm not sure if everybody's confused or everybody's good. I can't tell. Shell shocked a little bit. You got back to you. You got back to you. <laughs> <laughs> very good, very good. See? So now I know we, we did good here today. <laughs> okay, so let's just finish up. We're in the English here on page 60. I just want to finish up. So in the third to last line, it therefore follows, again, according to the not 100% medactic logic, but we'll go with like 98% logic. It therefore follows that he is most, he, Hashem, is most definitely the wise one who knows what will benefit the person and what will harm him on every single level that we discussed and even more levels than we even understand. Physically, mentally, emotionally, metaphysically, everything. And and, and what is good for him both in this world and in the world to come. We don't know how Kaddish Baruch is setting us up now for 10 years from now or from 120 years from now. We don't know. We have to just trust that he is setting us up in the most, appro- in the most appropriate way. Let's quickly read these psukim here. Kemosh HaKosav says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, Ani Hashem Elokeichem Lamedcha Halohoil Madrichcha Bederech Telech V'Omer Ki Es Asher Yehav Hashem Yochich Uchav Es Ben Yirtz As it says in Yeshaya, I am Hashem, your God, who teaches you for your benefit. Which, the teaching is not always easy, but he teaches us for our benefit, who leads you, human beings, Jews, by the way you should go. These are very important psukim. And as it says in Mishlei from, from Hashem, He's the one who rebukes the one he loves. And they translate it here as, as a father placates a son. So I'm going to change that. <clears throat> they know what they're talking about, but I want to just learn it a different way. For Hashem rebukes, ki es asher yav Hashem yochich. Hashem rebukes the one he loves. Uke'av as, as ben yirtzah. And like the, the son who bring, who's, who's appeased by his father. The son that, basically the son that the father loves. This son that the, that the father believes, he can guide him, so he therefore rebukes him when he needs to be rebuked. Now with the last 30 seconds, the word, and maybe I'll have to start it next week. You know what? I don't want to go over it. We'll, we'll start this mitzvah next week. There's a few things with this pasuk, but it's going to take us a few minutes to work on. Okay.